like the clouds are crying today. Anyway, it's still me, Aya. <laughs> In today's episode, I talk about perfectionism, the definition and effects in general, my experiences beforehand, and why is it considered one of my fears. Alongside, we will be talking about why tomorrow is considered my crisis day. I hope you enjoy! it is unacceptable I guess and it's the doctrine that the perfection of moral character constitutes a person's highest good so let's try as well perfectionism meaning it is the refusal to accept any standard short of perfection so it's mainly the same so perfection is like a state of being perfect Perfectionism is like sort of a, a good way. Maybe there's both good kind and bad kind, but who? so um, according to Google, um, definition of perfectionism. Someone asked here, 
is perfectionism bad or good? And they said here that those who try their best and expect themselves and others to do well, but who treat failures as learning opportunities rather than indicators of inferiority are the good kind of perfectionist achievers with high standards of excellence. And I think, oh, so here they said that perfect being a perfectionist is really a good thing because you try to um, aim for your excellence and treat failures as, uh, as another opportunity to strive harder. But then, you know, um, perfectionism isn't always good since it is a similar disorder to OCD or Obsessive Compulsive Personality Disorder, which is that individuals, you know, like really, well, how do you call this? Um, meticulous? Yes, um, that term, meticulous towards other things. I just saw this, um, I'm reading a book, so from the past days, I've been reading a book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. So, he said here that, you know, um, they, he, he narrated people who have OCDs. There's this one girl who's, I think it's named Jenny, and then she always taps all of the grounds that are surfaces that she passes on. And if she did not tap a single one, she will think that her family is dying. And then this, their second, um, a boy, second person, which is a boy, who is called Josh. Uh, yes, Josh. I think so. Um, that he, what was his name? Oh yeah, he is. You know the equality. I guess you know, like every day he sort of um do do everything or do the activities both on her right and left sides. So he's going to eat with his right hand and then left side another, and then he's going to shower with his right and left hand and another. And how he does it all, all that time. The vital part of this, if he did not do that, he will like casually think that. Oh no, he's not going to think about it. But um, wait, let me search it a bit because I kind of forgot about it because I tried to sleep out here so Josh is Josh cannot uh, he would suffer from severe panic attacks so that's what he is going to have if he did not equalize his two sides emphasis and equalize and then we have Jack which is a classic germaphobe who refused to leave his house without wearing gloves, a bottle of water before drinking it, and using the utensils that he washed or the food that he cooked. So, um, Kid Naman is, if he doesn't do that, he will be like, he probably wouldn't um, drink on others' utensils, um, I mean, glass. And it is really hard. So, in the, um, the, the three people who have OCDs are 
slightly better because they were the one who experiences the experiment which is done by the psychiatrists I guess but then of course it is it is really a hard mind manipulation on those people because OCD is kind of a disorder that you are born of and you cannot think about it you cannot shrug it off like a normal person would do you know like for example me I would just think that oh no it's fine I can do this in one day but then with the OCD they're having they cannot because it is like a disorder in their mind obviously so um why do I comprehend that or compare I mean com- compare because they are related to perfectionism perfectionism is like you want to achieve that certain thing like it should be perfect and whatever you do that's not perfect is unacceptable and you know like i don't want this if it's not perfect you know the perfectionism attitude so what is the effects of this in general so i've had a lot of soul (laughs) i'll count them later um the effects in general of perfectionism is like what i've said earlier bad things and good things but most importantly um there are more negative effects of this so if it is performed excessively a perfectionist behavior can affect that opposite of what the person intended so like when you try so hard to be perfect but then it might backfire to you and one thing is perfectionists are more likely to experience decreased productivity impaired health troubled interpersonal relationships and low self-esteem because the fact that they think about why am i not perfect and like why why can't i do something perfect i could have done better to make it perfect make it flawless and so it is for me it is very harmful and it can take or it can take a toll on someone's mental health it can affect an individual's physical but most importantly i think it's the mental health so compared to others perfectionists may be more likely to experience some chronic headaches chronic fatigue insomnia and heartburn but also it can um it can be linked to an increased risk of diabetes and heart disease as well so enough of the um physical effects i think it's really more of a mental illness in itself because um the negative side of perfectionism is that you have to um like you have to do certain things in the right time right time right order but you should do it perfectly so that's the negative side um other thing is that sometimes perfectionism um gives out high expectations and high critical you know thoughts and most importantly you may have a huge amount of society uh, society anxiety 
because of the way that you start feeling more like you want to you want to be more you want to be you know perfect that term perfect is like it's like redundant at this point but like it's also it also makes sense so um what is the bright side of perfectionism what's the um positive effect so perfectionists are um um like how can i say this they are said to be high achievers and because they are high achievers because they do all the things perfectly and so they attain the amount of satisfaction that i think a lot of us cannot really you know have in one day so when they do something and perfectionists beat themselves up into something and excel it and then you know be academically good and then i know um highly praised you know the the high expectations that you have if you met it of course you're going to feel better and the satisfaction you're gonna get is like more than more than anyone could give because you did that so that's perfectionism it's definition and affects in general people so i'm really not saying it's it's only on students but also on other people as well even older people uh, and even kids and working um people adults so perfectionism is really a hard um thing to do and it's a risk probably it might affect you um, once you started doing it and i don't think it it will it will be a good um way because you're going to be more achieving of opportunities but also it might um it might also take a toll on your own thoughts and your mind and like manipulate your own thought process and you know such such as things like that since i've been a consistent honor student and up until now i got i got the title that i i did not <laughs> i did not really you know expect it hard but i did think about it and like can i do this and stuff but like i can't because i'm not a positive thinker so yes i got that title the valedictorian one but you know it's really kind of still not believable to me at this point you know, at this at this day i still do not believe about it but um my experiences before is since i grow up uh it's like my mindset for the past 17 years i guess i mean i haven't i haven't 
been a perfectionist since one year old of course but like to exaggerate the statement I've been a perfectionist for a lot of years um, first is that when I was a kid my oh wait disclaimer my parents are not really that you know um, forceful in my grades uh, they just want me to have the best quality education and like to achieve something because of course they are both architects and they are pretty smart I can say that because you know I'm here <laughs> but yeah so they are not the forceful type of parents like you know the usual the stereotypical Asian parents who like gets aggressive over B minus grades you know though I do not want to see a reaction of them if I do get that because <laughs> you know okay so let's get the idle sip from my delight okay oh that's that's very yummy okay so back to the topic so um I've never gotten at least uh, 80 below grade ever since I studied elementary to high school um, my, my parent or my mother is my par- my mother and grandmother are both teachers so when I am in kinder and prep so I studied at our own school so it makes sense that I got a good education while I was in kinder but then I went to a private school and you know back in the days private schools are like known as you know good quality education like it's it's private school so it it should give you (laughs) these certain advanced type of things and they did actually so um i'm pretty advanced because i'm accelerated besides the fact that i am accelerated um i've always been in the honor honor roll since elementary so from grade one i've been in the honor roll and then i'm not saying that i've been on the top as always i'm not the top one and sometimes the top two always probably i hit the top one once or twice i guess i don't remember anymore but i've been an achiever since elementary and maybe something sparked on me that became my mindset though I can say that you know um, my parents are happy when they see me achieving something and that I want that of course but when you when it, the problem is if you're an achiever ever since the start it's like if you achieve something great uh, in that year It's almost as if it's nothing now. You know, like, when this is an achiever's problem. So, when you are, you know, uh, in this rank, and then you feel happy about it, of course, because you've been in the rank one for two years. But then, you remember that your parents are, are, like, used to you 
achieving something so they're not really happy like really really happy about it because they expected it that you will you will do it so it's like i don't know if i mean they're not forceful i guess maybe but no i i still think that it's not forceful i mean indirectly it may be but directly they're not saying to me like hey aya you should get this high grades or hey aya you will not go home if you uh, feel this subject they're not like that because i've never had a feeling subject okay <laughs> and i never want to try it at all so um my experiences beforehand maybe affected my mindset right now and the fact that i want to achieve perfection is kind of a toxic trait of mine because i want everything to be flawless you know like I, what i've said earlier um perfectionism has negative effects and they might lead to anxiety and chronic fatigue chronic headache and i'm experiencing it right now and it's really a good and a bad thing at once but mostly a bad thing which is on my experience it's a bad thing because i mean it's more of a bad thing right um it's a good thing because i i'm a good achiever right now i achieved a lot of um things i've had a lot of opportunities that i want and my mother and grandmother are happy about my success and like there's this one thing that i wanted to write on my graduation speech or, or on my valedictory address that this certain teacher you know like your report card is full of 99 you don't have less than 95 on your you know 95 is my lowest grade on that report card just grade 11 by the way i grade 12 by the way and then this certain teacher which is research and i did all of that by myself and then i get a low grade and i'm like I could have done better but then again I did so much better like it's so angry right now because I did most part of our research and one of the people who are not even um, attending much of our meetings had such I mean not a high grade but like a one point above me it's like it's not fair right but like i blamed myself of that certain thing and i said to my mother and to my friend Ira, who i share the same grade conscious enough um we said like this is fucking unfair <laughs> I, I did not swear on my mother okay? i just said this is unfair and i i could have done better you know, hearing that from a student who got 99s on all of her subjects, I mean, not all, but most of her subjects, if you hear me saying this and you're a normal student um, in the distance, you're going to say, 
what the heck are you thinking about? You have like a lot of grades and why are you thinking about that subject? You have more goods than bads. But then, if you're me, a perfectionist, you're going to see like, I don't want the good things. I focus on this wrong. Why did I do this wrong? That is the bad part of being a perfectionist, which is by the way, my experience is not just that it's a lot of a lot of a lot of stories about and i had this experience on there are actually in fact a lot of teachers who are like that when i grew up but then i'm still in honor also the fact that i can perfect the other standards the other teacher standards so it just means that you know um that's pretty good but of course it can't help thinking that i ignore all the good circumstances and the bad is what i'm focusing on and that really sucks because i can control myself on what i should think of but also like i want to i want to do all things um, highly enough so that I could attain my own satisfaction so these experiences have opened my eye of course you know this there are a lot of experiences that I had and most of them are not really eye-opening because I've always thought like I'm gonna go I'm gonna do something better because it's um, I'm near into the high um, perfection that I can think, you know, such as that, such as things like that. And this one that is apparently coincidentally <laughs> in my last senior high school award, um, exactly it became an eye opener for me. And the fact that I am taking psychology. It's really hard for me to handle my thoughts and also feel them at the same time. Because I'm trying to like uh, be a therapy, I mean therapist for myself. I'm trying to be my own psychologist. But then your millennial psychologist on Facebook said that you cannot be your own psychologist. And I appreciate that because it is really true. You cannot fix yourself the way that you want yourself to be fixed and that i think my experiences gave me an eye opener on how perfectionism is really a bad thing for my mental health because i've been in anxiety all day long i want to be this person i want to achieve these things and um remembering it right now but looking back at those moments i feel pity for myself because i've been forcing myself to do things and the fact that i was a child i mean not a child technically i'm a teenager pre-adult and doing those things and my thoughts were oh my god they are so harmful you know like it's really 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 bad which is which explains why i had 
of mild depression which i know i shouldn't have self-diagnosed by the way i know i know it's my wrong but it really it really gives it's like it's like this um you go to a demon and then (laughs) you want you said to that demon you want high grades you want perfection you want everything you want the high amount of satisfaction in life but then he gets your soul in return and so you're fucked up (laughs) because like your physical and mental health are in that certain mindset and with that mindset you have growing up it's really bad for you and you're still thinking like but being a perfectionist also gives you these things but also it gives you these things so all in all i probably would do would still do things in perfection but i would not do them all the time i'll try my best okay i'll try my best to not do them i'll try to do my best to, to do them um occasionally i guess <laughs> but i will still strive hard to you know uh, make some things better and not perfect right right <laughs> it considered as one of my fears so um fears as in you're scared of something why am i scared of perfectionism um if we want to answer that you know in simple words perfectionism is like you're in you're in high ground i guess or in you're in a swimming i uh, know not swimming pool because swimming pool you can like enjoy the pool um below maybe you know you're like in some sort of mountain hiking and you're in the top so you you try your best to go into the top or hike into the top without achieving a lot of injuries and because you want your body to be you know perfect still so you want to hike the mountain like without any difficulties but if there's difficulties you make your way out of them and you're not going to injure yourself or to do anything in yourself that will hurt you or you know not in your expectations so i have high expectations of myself i must admit that you know it's not rare to have high expectations but mostly people have high expectations because of their parents or the people around them but me i don't i really don't bother on people around me maybe i am at some point where i think i'm too far ahead of myself and like i should be i should humble down myself at times and those things um are sometimes you know that thing where i expect of myself myself only i try to attain the standards of mine because i have also this mindset like i deserve something 
and because I have standards, I should deserve this and not the lower one because I am a high standard person. So, in that way, I'm kind of like saying that I should not have these lower types of um, men, grades, and things that I don't deserve. And that's also why it's my fear when it comes to perfectionism because, you know, being a perfectionist is really like drawing a line in a paper. And of course, you cannot draw a good line, like a really, really, really straight line. But then you want to achieve that, and so you, you know, trace the line and do it a lot of times. And in the end, you had a really good line, but it's not a straight, really, really straight line, like what is seen on textbooks and digital prints. And so, it is my fear that I would not attain my high expectation of myself. Um, also, there are people around me who think like that as well to myself. I mean, they have high expectations of myself. They might not say it, but they will... I think... This is where I'm wrong, I know. But I think that they, they are thinking like... Aya is going to pass this certain university. Aya is going to rank one again. Aya will be doing this because she is good. These certain things I know is not true. And it's maybe based on my own um, judgment. But that's one of my also fears. Because of perfectionism. So, because of my high standards of myself and the pressure the people around me that I really don't bother anymore because at this point I cannot handle myself myself I cannot take care of myself so even so if I did think about others right now like what I used to do is to think of the others first than myself now I'm focusing on myself right now so another thing why I consider perfectionism as my fear is because I'm scared that one time I'll shut down. You know, there are these people, these high achievers people, that they break, they, uh, what do you call this? Um, they experience a term called burnout. Like, there's a flame inside them ever since. But then if they got a burnout, all of the things around them will fall apart. Like, they will not be the same person anymore if they feel that burnout. And as a perfectionist, I think that's a big, big problem. Because you want to perfect things, but also you cannot do those because you're tired and you're sad and you're and you're just crying it all out and that thing is probably why is it scary to be a perfectionist at this generation not like there are differences in the generation of being a perfectionist (laughs) i'm not like saying that because 
there are other types of perfectionist I know but it's not like I'm I'm saying that I have the high type of perfectionist <laughs> no I'm not saying that you know, this is why uh, my, my choice of words is also you know very very you know um, slow progress and like I'm thinking really hard when I'm choosing my words because I don't want to hurt somebody but then also I think I think in my mind like I should have done better <laughs> and such things like that so perfectionism is really a good um it's a good thing to start off if you're going to make it a strength and not a weakness because once you make it a weakness you're going to fall down the cliff and hurt and gain a lot of injuries and you're going to you're going to need to go back again and hike the mountain that stupid mountain up the hill again because you need to but then you know mountain mountain hiking is there are lots of resting spots and I think one thing that you should remember is resting on being on being perfectionist as well and you know perfecting things and achieving high standards so um so we're going back to this so why is tomorrow my crisis day okay so this is recorded on August 14 and tomorrow is August 15 which is basically um 8 years uh, 8 years so 8 minutes na lang so after 8 minutes it will be August 15 and I will inside this shaking actually so it's my crisis day tomorrow and why okay so I've said this on my past two past episode not like I have a lot of episodes <laughs> but I've said this in my past episode so August 15 is my deciding day I'm currently enrolled on NU now and I'm going to back off the enrollment once I pass INB or Scholar ng Bayan so the results are tomorrow and honestly Perfectionism at its worst state is seeing yourself in failure. And I know that um, from the book I've read, failure is um, inevitable, like changes. Um, You cannot have a life without problems. And life is full of problems. And hypothetically, you cannot have a problem-free life. <laughs> he said, uh, Mark Manson said that you're just going to choose whatever problem you're going to suffer. And I think there are a lot of quotes in that book that I want to share with you guys. And I'm trying to... Because it's been a good... A book I've been reading and it's like really fun book that gave me distraction for my for to me to cope up without the anxiety in my head which by the way came back um, yesterday August 13 so here he said we are wired to become dissatisfied with whatever we have 
and satisfied by only what we do not have. So, I've been highlighting things and screenshotting them because I don't have that book in my own, you know, um, hard copy. And so, with my highlights, I kind of, I kind of see myself, you know, attacking myself with these highlights. And the situation that I will have tomorrow is probably, you know, I'm not. There's only two things that will happen. Well, happen. <laughs> there's only two things that will happen, and that's the good side and the bad side, and there's nowhere in between. And there's another quote here. Um, because happiness requires struggle, it grows from problems. Joy doesn't just sprout out of the ground like daisies and rainbows. Real, serious, lifelong fulfillment and meaning have to be earned through the choosing and managing of our struggles. Whether you suffer from anxiety or loneliness or obsessive-compulsive disorder or a dickhead boss who ruins half of your walking hours every day, the solution lies in the acceptance and active engagement of that negative experience, not the avoidance of it, not the salvation from it. So, um, in short, he said here now happiness requires struggle so it's the same as like you cannot gain success if you do not fail and that's probably a good way to you know um have visual you know you can't just have uh, daisies rainbow and stuff and you should have fire and knives and like that to achieve a good and effective world like the world we're living in you can't just have these good puppies these cute puppies and dogs and there's this dog outside of my neighbor's house you know um barking his life out <laughs> it's so it's <laughs> you know um noisy and stuff and okay so back to the topic um he said here that the solution lies in the acceptance and active engagement of that negative experience tomorrow i might not accept it as soon as as i can because i will of course feel it feel it in my veins in my jellies in my stomach and like i'm going to um you know feel the emotion and then afterwards i'm going to express my emotion and afterwards i'm going to make a decision out of my emotion and mark manson said that emotions are like feedbacks they are something that you feel because of certain thing that you experience and you know it's really okay to not be okay and it's okay to cry out loud if you if you want but for me it's it's not crying out loud it's like hoping and distracting myself making myself busy and such so another is here there's another quote here there are people who do become truly exceptional at something to do so not because they believe they're exceptional on the contrary they become amazing because they're obsessed with improvement and that obsession with improvement stems from an erring belief that they are in fact not that great at all it's anti-entitlement 
People who become great at something became great because they understand that they are not already great. They are mediocre, they are average, and that they could be so much better. This quote is actually very, you know, attacking me on the on the heart and the thoughts and the mind. Because I wanted to be this great without knowing that other people see me as great. You know, I'm so obsessed with improvement and it just, you know, discards that the fact that I am great as me. I am now a good student, a great student, a consistent honor student. And even so, I still think that I I should have done better. <laughs> and that is a really, you know, part of my daily life as a perfectionist right now. So if you can see, um, I said here that perfectionism part one because I'm probably gonna be ranting a lot of this stuff um, more in this podcast because I really cannot just say it in one sitting and, my, and um, later on I might say or if I listen to this recording I will say oh my god I forgot something and then like you know such as such as that and of course my audience is like myself so I can do whatever I want <laughs> so anyway there's this last quote um, that I can end with this podcast because it's been too long so um, we don't always control what happens to us but we always control how we interpret what happens to us as well as we respond and that quote I think is really um, beautiful I, I mean it's not that um, you know attacking but also it's like an everyday quote that you can see whatever on Google on Pinterest but also it's it needs a certain attention to that quote that you need to focus on stuff and you know you cannot control all the all the things you can control how you can interpret but also if you're a perfectionist you might as well do something good you know better than it is but do not make it as your weakness because it will really be bad for you so if ever you're listening to this and you're being you know you're being a perfectionist a really bratty perfectionist and you know a bad side bad type of perfectionist you should not make it your weakness and instead make it your strength you know these opportunities that you perfect will attain a lot of problems and success and choose how you want to suffer rather than choosing how to avoid how to suffer so i think that's it episode of this uh, whole uh, you know perfectionist part one thingy and I'm really happy that I've ranted a lot of these and tomorrow is my deciding day and I'm still not you know 
my anxiety is you know, stopping anxiety is not like not breathing at this point and it sucks because I want to stop overthinking things but also I can't because it's a normal thing to feel I guess it's a humane feeling or emotion it's normal to feel scared to feel like um, shit sometimes and you matter <laughs> it's okay and you know life is like this and if you are struggling with something you can just chat me and you know chat yourself even so I can chat myself I've been doing that <laughs> but yeah so as always remember that perfectionism should be a strength and not a weakness and to face the bad sky and that it's okay to cry when there's too much on your mind as the saying goes the clouds rain too when it gets heavy and without the rain there would be no rainbow you matter more than what you think you are